Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, mining and betting meet Web3 on Kadena. Hosted by the Kadena Mining Club DAO with Bet Equal, formerly KDA Bet. Let's take a listen. All right. Hello, everybody. Hola. How's it going? It's going well. Is this Steven again? Yeah, the face of Equal Bet. I'm back. Uh, maybe a couple awesome, others will drop on today, I think. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, well, we got you as co-hosts, so if any of your colleagues join in, feel free to invite them up. We'd love to hear from them as well. Just signal them right now. I think, uh, I think on our end, it may just be me today. Uh, I know we have some of our, you know, some of our terrific uh, community members in already, so maybe one of you guys want to jump up at any time, feel free to do so. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this one. I, I really like what you guys got going over there at equal bet. Um, you know, back when I was in college, I used to love doing a little sports betting on the weekend. Uh, DJ. Uh, yeah. yeah oh, of <laughs> course, man. I mean, like you, when you're, when you're, when you, <laughs> when you go to Penn state, like you need to do a little, little sports betting on the weekend or else <laughs> you don't really fit into the culture, you know? <laughs> what did you bet? Um, what, were you a college football guy? Uh, no, I, I'm more of an NFL guy, but you know, actually the, the best, um, really, the best sport that I that I did was uh, was hockey. It was like I would lose the money on, on on football, and I would make the money back on hockey. <laughs> no, I got you. Just bet Canadian teams, right? That's that's the way to go, right? Little plug for Canada. Uh, absolutely, man. The Canadians, you know, but back when Max uh, Patrietti was around. Yeah, always, always go with the, the Canadians. No, I was just joking. Yeah, no, I'm so old that I, I was, uh, when I was a kid, it was the Wayne Gretzky days, uh, if you can believe it. Oh, yeah. Ancient, ancient oh, history, yeah. but Wayne Gretzky. No. We always used to hate in America the New York Islanders guy, Mike Bossy. You know, if you're an Islanders mm-hmm. fan, that guy just, yeah. that guy would just crush us. Every, all the bets losing, <laughs> always scoring five goals, and Mike Bossy uh-huh. from Islanders, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I grew up playing hockey, so I, yeah, Gretzky, I know, absolutely. Like, I use that knowledge to my advantage. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And, not, not and then I um, can skate, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> no, nah, we can skate. We can skate. Some of us can skate. <laughs> uh, no, I was just joking. It's a little, a little bit yeah, better. yeah. No, <laughs> I know, I know. And then, um, you know, DraftKings actually, DraftKings was, you know, I started my first job really once when COVID, you know, came around when COVID kicked in. Right. And I remember pouring my first few paychecks into that DraftKings SPAC at like, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen dollars. Um, so that was a was a nice little nice little trade there. So I, I do I do have um a good spot in my heart 
for anyone who's doing some sports betting because everybody loves it. It's important. It's a big market. And I'm really excited to see it on Cadena. Awesome. Yeah, I'm super happy as well. Yeah, so uh, do you want to wait a little bit or do you want to get into questions? Um, well, first things first, uh, I did offer up some some whitelist spots for Cadena Mining Club. Um, you might have seen that yet. In the tweet, you know, five people who interact with the tweet can win whitelist. So if you haven't done that, uh, definitely I pinned the tweet, get up there and react to it. And maybe at the, or not maybe, at the end of this space, we'll pick um, five whitelist winners from that tweet. Um, but yeah, with that being said, yeah, I, I have a few questions for you guys. And maybe you have some stuff for us. So uh, I definitely like to kick it off here with something um you know big congrats on the grid partnership i took it took some time to read that article i think that's awesome i definitely agree that esports huge huge future massive market potential uh do you want to talk a little bit more about about that grid partnership and um you know how you see it benefiting equal bet and cadena and for the future yeah, I mean, the very first thing anyone can do is go in and read the article where we spell out the value to Canadian investors, mining. I mean, obviously miners as well, which is who you represent. Mm-hmm. Get a lot of yeah, a lot of juice when you can mine transactions. That's what makes our token valuable. So transactions is always the most important thing on any blockchain, and it's what Cadena lacks. I mean, Solana has four billion trillion uh, NFT transactions, all driven by venture capital. Mm-hmm. So. Our our goal is simply to drive transactions to Cadena. We don't care about anything else. And esports is is such a growing market. Um, you know, it's actually the, the actually the first deal on Cadena that is third party adoption. We're, so we mm-hmm. we're, we can literally say that we're the the first company to do that. I, I'm actually, maybe miners. I don't know if you can consider miners crypto or not. I guess not. I like mining. Uh, mm-hmm. Mining hardware might be a good deal as well. So we might be the first or the second company to ever bring corporate adoption to Kadena. So mm-hmm. that's really important to understand that Kadena yes. is attracting people who trust us to build on Kadena. So, you know, that's not easy because Kadena isn't fully built yet and it's new. Mm-hmm. And the tech is exciting and different. And you have to mm-hmm. convince these corporations, which are huge corporations dealing with massive data, massive data, uh, that you can actually build and pull off enough volume on Cadena to pay the fee. And and that's what we did. So, um, I mean, I can't go mm-hmm. to that, but you know, you get the idea. So yeah. being trusted with um, data in esports with our, with our partner grid is a huge responsibility. And for mm-hmm. Cadena, how that helps is to show that companies can bring outside, uh, companies like us can bring outside companies to this blockchain. Nothing stops mm-hmm. any of us from doing that. We just have to go out and ask. Yeah. How, how is it beneficial from the esports perspective? Well, you know, us sports bettors, we're, we're the original crypto guy. Like we knew about crypto before, you know, any of the crypto. Yeah. Games, okay. Because we were holding. That's right. Because we yeah. can't bet. We can't like get money in and out. The government bans us. They can't use the credit card. We use PayPal. They cancel PayPal. We use, uh, you know, all types of crap to get money in and out. Venmo, I think, or is it Venmo? I don't know. So many apps. I even. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> But we use Bitcoin. We use Ethereum. That's how we transact in the gray market. And the gray market is $613 billion large. 
that's how big it is. Uh, and that's just mm-hmm. unregulated. Regulated is about 500 million. It's about a trillion mm-hmm. or 500 billion. It's a trillion dollar market. Mm-hmm. So we're looking for ways to um, transact. And, you know, everyone who bets esports is an, is an old school crypto guy, except they just don't know about Cadena. They don't know. They know about Unicorn and Ethereum, right? Because Unicorn mm-hmm. is a very famous um, token, right? Before it got mm-hmm. spiked by the SEC. And that mm-hmm. was by a guy named... Uh, Rasul Food, I think, or Hood or something like that. I, I can never pronounce his name, but, um, you know, smart guy. And he built Unicorn and he built 100,000 esports investors on Ethereum. And they have nowhere mm-hmm. to go. So when we got mm-hmm. the chance to use that data to make markets on our upcoming platform, mm-hmm. we knew we had to jump at that chance and take that deal. Because uh, by bringing, by bringing uh, this data, I guess, to these markets that we're building on Kadena, Esports people mm-hmm. will come because our limits will be very high. When you get this mm-hmm. type of data and you push it into machine learning algorithms, that's our specialty. That's what we really do behind the scenes is we use machine mm-hmm. learning to m- make odds. Okay, so we take data, we make good odds, we make those markets. Then people could come on and bet more than like thirty, thirty dollars um, per side. You know, like thirty dollars. I can't even go and buy a Slurpee for that now. Yes, yeah. you know, it's nothing. So yeah. when you're when you're allowing thousand dollar, two thousand dollar bets on esports, that's when people get excited, and that's exactly what we're going to do. So we're going to have those markets at scale like that, and so all mm-hmm. those esports guys come here. They learn about Cadena. They learn about Cadena Mining Club. They learn about Cadena NFTs, and they're like, "What the hell is this Cadena place?" Well, yeah, it's the place where you go bet esports with cryptocurrency, and that's the brand image we're pushing to Cadena. That's the benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe one more. Sorry, I'm just talking so much. But yeah, no, keep it coming. Millennial betters, I want to talk about this. I'm Gen X. I'm old as shit. Okay, but millennial betters are where the future is, and millennial betters don't bet on shit like horses. And sorry, I'll swear a bit, but uh, mm. horses and uh, MLB. These are all old guys like us. That's what we do. NFL is kind of everywhere, but. Millennials love esports, and there's tournaments now mm-hmm. going for $45, $50 million. Uh, there's a yep. $50 million tournament in Texas next month. This is the size of the prizes being offered for professional esports. Mm-hmm. So when we go online and our, and our brand is posted at these tournaments, which is what we're going to pursue, you know, get our brand on the big TV, you know, go to Equalbet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do these deals. Cadena shines. And mm-hmm. Cadena shines specifically to the people who matter and that's millennials and gen z right that's who we want to bring to canana yeah yeah that's a spectacular plan Stephen. i i agree that you know the millennials we don't <laughs> or i think i'm technically gen z i'm like right on the cusp of millennial and gen z but you're, i mean you nailed it right on you nailed it man we don't like horses i mean i i like horses a little bit if i'm at the track you know i'll, I'll go and do horses but yeah. um yeah mlb like baseball i mean it's a shame because you know baseball that's america's sport and it's definitely it's not doing too hot these days i think it's too long you know the attention span with tiktok and all this stuff um it's probably done a lot of harm for for mlb um so yeah but yeah esports what uh what tournament is that down in texas with 40 mil what game is that is it a specific game or is there a bunch of games going on dota 2 i think uh big big dota. Dota 2 tournament um, yeah i'm a huge dota fan by the way if any of you mm-hmm. play dota i'll kick your butts uh, <laughs> we love it or starcraft 2 we, we love it. yeah yeah i uh i played a little league back in the day 
long time ago. I played a little league. I never played, never played Dota though. Um, and I remember the Dota, the league championships. They started, you know, they had those huge events where they sold out the stadiums, and they had those huge prize pools as well. Uh, oh, so it is real games, man. I'll grief you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's absolutely real. Uh, wh- one other thing you mentioned, just to go back, was the the big corporate sponsorships. So I think you know you, you guys have definitely, I think you definitely beat us there on the big corporate sponsorships. I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know if you can consider miners like the mining companies, at least the ones we have now with Gold Shell and with IP Link. Yeah, um, I would no, say you definitely got there first. That's, that's real. <laughs> hardware is real. Um, yeah, things like crypto investing is all insular and it's like that's not real adoption because crypto is crypto but you're yeah. actually dealing with real hardware right like you're, you're mm-hmm. a hardware producer right yeah yeah absolutely yeah that's, yes. real. that's real so i guess you're first you can you can take number one <laughs> now i'll give it to you guys until we we got we're working on something else right now and if with that, if that works out, then then maybe we'll have to take it back from you. But for now, for now, I'd say you guys have it with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited. I want to see. I want to see that in real life. I want to see equal bet on the uh, on the stadiums, on the banners, on the billboards, on its on the TV screens. Yeah, it's um, going to so, take a lot. It's going to take a lot to get there. We got to earn trust. We got to push a platform out. Um, show that we can make money for our, our partner before we even ask for that type of respect. You know, mm-hmm. I think in crypto you have to. A lot of projects in crypto don't earn. They they want they want the money, but they don't want to earn the respect first. And so for mm-hmm. us, it's like, you know, we're so grateful to get this deal um, from Grid that we have to first deliver on our promises to them before we would ever ask such a thing. And so that, that's yeah. sort of our attitude always, like our mm-hmm. I guess our business ethic going forward. Um, you know, just earn that first by showing mm-hmm. we can really be a commercial partner for our new friends. Yeah. Well, I think you've earned a lot of respect from the Kadena community, at least, especially being a project where you guys are building before you you even launch. Yeah. And I know a lot of projects, they, you know, they, they do the building after they do the sale. Uh, we definitely wanted to, you know, start building before that. Yeah, and you guys are. You're building the NFT and and the mining sales, right? So have you even idled yeah. yet? I don't think you've idled, right? Uh, excuse me, I, I apologize. I didn't quite get that. Oh, sorry. You're building the NFT and the mining equipment, but you haven't idled or asked for money or IDO. IDO'd. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so right now, we actually launched something we call the Founders Pass this weekend, and we sold out. Um, very quickly on the same day we did a limited run of 420 nfts yeah and the real big benefit of the of the founders pass is if you bought two you get a free cadena mining club mint for our mint later this later this month Um, but the other really cool aspect of that is we're building something called the cadena builders club and i really like to think of the cadena builders club as maybe a, a first step before uh, you were to perhaps ask the Cadena Eco team themselves for money. Uh, so we're putting, you know, kind of some funds together where new projects building on Cadena can come to us and they can say, hey, look, we need, you know, a couple thousand dollars for this. Maybe we need development support. Maybe we need marketing support. You know, can you guys help? Um, and really, we're going to be encouraging new building projects to, you know, maybe dox themselves, 
um, to put, you know, really good information out there about the project and to just be better builders, to better support the community. Yes. Um, so that was the, that was the point of the founders pass, but we, we have a really unique way of how we're kind of packaging our NFTs and our mining power, um, where we're not actually pooling all of the rewards into, you know, one big pool, um, for the, for the, um, for the NFT owners to actually receive the payouts. Um, we are linking the NFTs directly to specific parts of the miner. So instead of, you know, instead of buying into a fixed pool, our holders are actually buying the chips on the miners. They're buying an individual piece of the miner. And you can buy 10 NFTs and own a whole miner yourself. Um, so it's really how we're differentiating. Silicon bounded. Yeah, silo- exactly. That's a, that's a good way to put it rather than, I like that, silicon bounded. Yeah. That's free. That's your Don Draper for free. Yeah. <laughs> But 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 that's how we're we're really doing things differently and innovating. And so we don't plan to do an IDO because ultimately, I know we yeah. do have that DAO aspect, and we can t- we can get into detail about that later. Um, but really, for the for the main sale, it's you know we're just selling chips, we're selling parts of an ASIC miner. That's all. That's superb, and you know, I, you know, I, I, we always talk about equal bet, but I, I'm I'm interested in miners in the aspect of. Uh, how hard is it to get hardware these days with the with the stresses in China? I know I've bought a few thirty nineties myself uh, GPUs, and it took four months to just get two two GPUs for my mining wow. rig uh, delivered. They're just thirty nineties; they're not even like re- real shit like ASICs, right? Yeah. Like well, how hard is how hard is it for you to source all this stuff in the current political climate? Uh, right now, it's it's really not that difficult. I mean, things have changed a lot since you know six months ago or so uh, we're really not going to have any problems getting our hands on hardware and we actually you know prices actually dropped again today i don't know if they've dropped on the public websites but got an email and the prices have come down so the prices are coming down and really at least for cadena like there are miners available i don't know if the again i don't know if the websites have stock but no, we're, we're not having any issues um, getting the hardware. And we actually, Gold Shell is doing something really spectacular for us. They're making custom KD Box Pros with our NFTs on them. And those will be available for sale on Gold Shell's website uh, within, I would say, I would say another two weeks. They should be up for sale on Gold Shell's website. Um, but I just got some new pictures this morning. They're all done. You know, they're in they're they're over there and uh, I guess Singapore is where Gold Shell is right now and they're yeah. running they're testing them so it's really cool to see super 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 um because because I mean that's you know to Steven to go back that's that's why we started that's why I started Cadena Mining Club we started it it's because you know six months ago it was incredibly incredibly difficult to get your hands on mining hardware but when you, when, you know, as an individual, but when you come together, group people together and you're able to obviously do a bulk order, you can get miners at a much cheaper price. And I think the manufacturers recognize what we're doing. Uh, we were just down in Miami yesterday for the largest cryptocurrency mining conference in the world representing Cadena. And really the big players are super interested in, in both Cadena and what we're doing with the NFTs and linking the chips to the NFTs. 
because mining is kind of boring. It's not very exciting, but we're finding a way to, to make it exciting, you know? Yeah, you're tying in the utility of, this is how we, we think of it. Um, perhaps you can comment um, on, on the way we, we try to explain NFTs. So it seems like, like Equalbet, you are serving a, a, a real business use case that is not pure cryptocurrency focused, like a yep. you know, P2E or, or play to earn, or uh, let's see, like a lending, like a Calend or something like that. Not to call mm. it Calend or anything, but that's a great company. But uh, I mean, they're just like fully just crypto speculation. And, mm. and and a lot of those speculative plays, now again, not to... Uh, not to connect that to Kalend in any way. We like Kalend, but a lot of crypto plays, say on Sol or Ethereum, tend to have the the thesis where they pass the investment to the next investor, the greater fool theory, you might say. And so mm-hmm. when, when we see firms like Mining Club who are doing real things like building actual hardware, you're actually serving a real market. Even even though it's you know crypto mining, you're still serving a market for a physical good. And that that has nothing to do with crypto investment. So if you made like mm-hmm. a mining club token, let's call it KMC or something like that, and then you got KMC token and people are investing in that, it's not like the typical crypto investment where you're investing that in that with the hope that the hype dries up the price and then the price goes up and you pass it to the greater fool, the price drops ninety mm-hmm. percent. Like this is like all of crypto basically yeah and for, for us we're really different so our thesis is like look we're serving sports betting and our token has utility only for sports betting like it's not a crypto utility token and and it, that's really weird for crypto people because they're like where's my utility for holding your token why don't i get interest payments uh because you're not a sports better and we actually just solve the sports betting problem and to tie in crypto investor concerns with sports betters concerns like they're totally two different markets right so you can think of like a venn diagram they overlap and you want them to overlap so when we made the king nft the cadena king nft uh by the way uh we will give uh, three nfts for any questions today uh that's a little alpha for the mining there we Uh, go just uh Thought I'd mention that we kind of little surprise mentioned there. So if you ask any question, you'll get a, a NFT non KYC. Um, do uh, do my questions count, Steve? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, okay, I don't know. we get we get leave them for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, sure, can, I guess, but we can, no, we'll leave them for the community. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but you know, the the idea is that that king is we tied it directly to that betting market. So the way betting markets work is people will come on a smart contract, they'll bet. We take two, 2% of every bet, which is about one third of the normal. It's about five or 6% in normal, um, normal life. Oh, there's JS wants to come on. Uh, maybe after just, I explain this, the Kadena King ties the, ties the concern of the crypto investors. So when you invest at KDL, our link is up on KDL, by the way, you can go and look at it. Uh, KDL is our partner for the IDO, IDO, and you can go on and take a look at it and all the details. So it links up now. You can go and check that. And if you KYC with them, uh, what happens is um, you get the Kadena King uh, on top of the token. So you're not only betting on the success of us populating the token and storing the value of uh, sports betting information in that token, you also get a king. And then that king's main power is to tax the passive income. You make a passive income, which is great. That's what an NFT should do. Um, And then Mining Club, you can just tell us what your NFT does. I think I know already, but 
you know, the idea is to tie the concerns with the crypto investor mm-hmm. to that market that you're serving. Mm-hmm. So maybe mining, you can like kind of comment on that and say like yeah. how NFT ties crypto investors concerns to like mm-hmm. mining profits. It's like yeah. the same, same idea almost. Yeah, you know, no, it absolutely metaphor. is. Yeah, metaphorically, it is exactly the same idea, Stephen. And we'll get to you in a second, JS. Um, but yeah, very similar to how you guys are doing it. Um, I, I'll just break this into, I always like using this ex- explanation. So everybody's familiar with the original KD box, the very first KD box, the one that makes 1.6 terahash of mining power. Uh, so on that, in that KD box, there are 16 individual chips on the miner's hash board, right? 1.6 terahash, 16 different chips. That means each chip on the KD box makes 100 gigahash of mining power. So that's all our, our NFTs are. Rather than selling a whole miner, we are literally just breaking it down to the chip level of each miner and packaging those chips together. So if our NFTs are you know, 300 gigahash per NFT, that will be three chips on the original KD box miner that will be on your NFT. Um, and we're not using the KD box, you know, as the miners that are going to power our NFTs. It's just a really easy example because of that 100 gigahash each, 1.6 terahash total. Um, and then you'll receive all the rewards from those chips. So literally all our NFTs are, are just you're buying a Kadena ASIC miner. That's it. And I think we're really going to see this technology um, ex- really evolve over the next five to 10 years. And I think it's going to be used in a lot more different ways. I mean, we have the big NFT profile picture bubble, like we can call it a bubble that happened last year, early this year. And it's really going to be, you know, the next, the next evolution of NFTs are going to be projects like, you know, like us, like Equal Bet, the individuals who actually can offer utility um, rather than just offering a, a picture. So by utility, I think it's even more important because utility is kind of like this blanket word, which I, I actually don't like that word because it has economic meaning. I'm an economist by degree, so it's uh-huh. like utility means something different to me. But the, the idea is that um, you're you're literally tying crypto investor concerns, which is uh, moon soon. I want right tail upside. So, you know, like hockey stick graph upside. So I want to invest mm-hmm. at a low price for the NFT and make a lot of passive income to make my money back and make extra money on those chips. So you're, you're really, instead of utility, I think better way to explain that is you're taking the concerns of a completely separate market. Crypto investors want their money. They want to get out. They want to make money, mm-hmm. not do a lot of work. Sorry, crypto investors. I'm <laughs> so I know how that goes. But then you're tying it together with the concerns of hardware manufacturers, um, the business, of building the hardware, paying them off, and then the people who mine. So you can buy like an ASIC miner, get 16 chips, give away eight, and keep eight for yourself, and then make a little money off the passive on a side. I think that's cool. I mean, am I getting that right? So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say, I would say you, you've pretty much nailed it, Stephen. I'd pretty much say you've nailed it with that. Um, the manufacturers, they, they love this because... Yeah. You know, mining is industrialized now. It's absolutely industrialized to the point where one company, Core Scientific, has 200,000 ASIC miners. <laughs> uh, you, like, you literally 
you, you can't mine Bitcoin at home. There's no KD box to mine Bitcoin at home. Bitcoin's reached this point where it's, you know, in terms of the energy consumption used to create the Bitcoin versus the hash power, like you can't have a KD box miner for Bitcoin. And I think we're really blessed here at Cadena to be here so early that the KD box still works and still is a, is a viable investment because yeah. in five, 10 years, the KD box, it, it won't exist anymore for Cadena. It just, it won't be viable anymore. Uh, right now it's still viable, but in the future it won't. And it's in line with, um, you know, crypto is one of the core, core tenets of crypto is decentralization. It's, it's, it's not about one company having 200,000 miners. It's about everybody owning miners, everybody having a say. Um, and that's really guys, what we're doing. That, that's really cool. You got good yeah. ethics there. Uh, that that yeah. really resonates with us as a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's, that's, really nice. that's who I am, Stephen. You know, that's who a lot of our, we have three miners on our team and that's who we are, right? We're people who wanted to mine more, but there are those financial restrictions on, you know, getting your own facility and, you know, buying a hundred miners on your own. It's, it's tough. Um, so rather than us doing that, you know, getting a private investor and starting another big conglomerate just ran by a board of directors where we want to put it in the hands of everybody, give everybody a chance. I like it. All right. Um, we, we have some questions though. I know JS was up here first. Um, K tucks up here now with us and I know KDA mining, uh, has a question or some comments as well. So JS throw it over to you. Thanks, man. I just had a question with, uh, equal bet or KDA bet, uh, equal bet. How is the NFT uh, serve a utility? Uh, what are you actually doing with this NFT? Is it something that I have to take part in embedding? Or the NFT just generates wealth itself? Uh, yes, okay, I can answer that. There's actually um, three tiers to it. It's a fairly complex NFT, but not so bad when I break it down for you. Um, there's three aspects to it. Um, some people like to bet, some people just like passive income. So we wanted to give sort of three tiers of ways to use that to basically take part in the um, the income generation of the sports betting network we're going to create. Okay, so that's that's the, the fundamental part of it. You are tapping into the value of the sports betting network and extracting a little bit of that value for yourself. That's through the tax on the bet or the Vegas, we call it. So uh, when we create that little pool of capital, what you can do is you can choose between three things on your king. One, you can choose just purely passive income. That takes up all the power of your king um, for, the, for that week. And what you can do is you can tap it like a magic card. That's how we envision it. And then you, you tap it, and then you basically get a share of that income that gets generated in that wallet. Okay, so, every, so $100 is bet uh, between me and uh, Mining Club here, and Mining Club wins. They get $98, goes to that, that pool. So you can tap it and you can make a share of that $2, basically, on, on every bet made. There's only 3,000 kings, so it's a very small NFT mint. So you can imagine that the passive income can get fairly big when we have like a you know a billion dollars in volume bet. It can get quite large. Uh, we set the mint at $150, cheaper than bake, so that you can make your money back and you can just make passive income. So that's number one. That's the first utility. Just tax the bet. Kind of like a king, right? You tax your populace. <laughs> uh, the second thing is that some people like a little more risk. And what we have is something called the king mechanic. 
Uh, what this is, is that you can go to a market maker like myself. So I, I do like 300, 400 million dollars a year with my partner, um, just in batting alone and pushing up. And we win all, all the time and we win an ROI. So if you want to take a little bit more risk than just getting passive income, what you can do is take some of your, your, your money and leave it with a market maker and, and force them to bet it for you. It's called bet copying um, or uh, bet mining, we call it. So uh, whatever you like. So what you can do is you can, you know, activate that power on your king. We'll go and take your money and a proportion of our bets goes to you, the same bets we make. And then we make like an 8% return. So say you gave us $1,000, we did 8%. You would get 1,080 tokens back in your wallet at the end of the week. That's a little more risky because you might lose, but market makers usually don't lose, right? What you do is you get a little bit of experience for that. And you can level up your king to get, you know, a little more extra shares in the passive income or cool art or, um, you know, lots of little things. And, and that paper will come out next week, actually, where you can really dig into that, uh, the white paper for the king. The last and third most risky aspect is straight betting. So there'll be things called like so in, in betting, in traditional betting in Web2, we have things like bet boosts and free rolls. OK, so bet boost means you can boost up your odds. So say you're betting on the Yankees, it's two to one odds. You can you know boost it up to like 2.03 to one or something like that. Now, that's going to cost you a little bit of your, your king power, basically, much less than passive income because it's more risky. But when you do that, uh, you can gain experience points when you win that bet. And what happens is you can apply that to your king, you can level it up, you get better art, and you get a little more share of the passive income, or you can get a little more extra in your pool that you want to give to a market maker. Uh, the more risk you take, the more experience your king gets, and you get no experience if you take no risk. So there's a little game theory there that we're thinking about with the king. Um, also, the free roll. So you can use the free roll basically to make a bet, and if you lose the bet, we pay, we pay your cost for you, essentially. So um, you can't lose, essentially. But that, you know, we won't let that happen too much. But you can also level that up, too, as you gain experience to make your free roll even higher and higher. So the reason why we do it and make it a little more complex is because we want to give people choice and to make it like a fun game. So if you want to take risk and, and bet with your king, you can do that. If you don't want to take risk, you can just get your passive income and make your money and get out. And that's the utility of the Canadian King. Okay, so, uh, it's definitely interesting. Um, so, what are you giving in return? A native token or a native coin that can be sold? Exactly. So, we will make the markets liquid on our on our swap partner, uh, KDS, probably. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to uh, have a, a whole lot of liquidity because we're market makers. We can we can afford this. We will allow you to swap out your KDAB token, or sorry, KDAB. We've changed our name to EQB now. Pardon me, a bit of a Freudian slip there. You can take. You can take. <laughs> no, your, I get it because <laughs> the name change like kind of like threw me off too. Yeah, we had to get off KDA to uh, be more applicable to a worldwide brand. Um, unfortunately, KDA associates with KDA, and they might not want to associate with betting. So. Uh, we want to respect Kadena or L1 and, and just get off of that. So that's why we changed to something more general. But the idea is that we will have three outs for you. So you make your KDAB token, you get your passive income, you'll be able to sell it into USDC or Kadena wrapped USDC, Bitcoin, or KDA itself. We will keep those markets super liquid and healthy for you to get out if you want to, or hold the token. We hope you'd hold the token. And 
and sell it at a higher price. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Sounds good. Thank you for your thank thank you for your time. Right on. All right. I think in order it was uh KTA came up very quickly very shortly before KDA mining. So if you want to say something, KTOC, and then we'll throw it over to KDA Mining. Hey, how's it going? Um, I like the idea that you're doing with the betting and Kadena. How are you going to compete with companies like Rollbit or Stake that are pretty established in the crypto betting market? Right. So the thing about Stake and Rollbet is no market makers actually bet with them. They're lying if they say that. No offense to Stake and all that, but what they're doing is they're just a centralized bookmaker who um, is a bookmaker, not a betting exchange. It's a very, very different thing. Uh, we're a betting exchange, more like KuCoin. Uh, we're building that exchange right here on Kidana Tech. And what you can do is you can become the bookmaker, you can lay the bet, or you can be the bet taker. You can be the better and bet against the people um, basically making the bets. And so we'll have more than one market maker. So Stake is just like this centralized market maker. Um, we'll have like, you know, 12 or 13 major market makers, which will be highly competitive on price because our protocol, proof of efficiency protocol, re rewards those market makers for providing their, their efficient data. So we emit a token to them and also to Rex too. So if you, if you make a really good bet and you beat the closing line, now what that is, is that if you bet at two to one, the Yankees go down to 1.8, you made 20 cents value. We will pay you for your data because you made a smart bet. And that really draws those market makers in. So we'll have, you know, 12, 13 market makers warring over price, giving you a much better price where stake has nothing like that. Stake just steals from you. Um, no offense to stake, but they do. I mean, they just front run you. So if you put anything on chain, I can just front run you to death, take all your money and leave you with nothing. Um, and that's, that's what they do. These bookmakers, they ban you, they limit you. They might take cryptocurrency as an option, but it's not decentralized. We decentralize the market making function. And that's what's really different about us. Now, I also want to add one more aspect for you that you know a lot of people might not understand about Kadena. Kadena has an L2 attached to its L1, uh, Kuro. No, nobody uses Kuro. I think we'll be the very first people to use Kuro. And what Kuro does is it has this thing called confidentiality of the bet. They have a, a system called the BFT Raft, uh, which is a, a private blockchain, which is decentralized in a manner and is robust against, you know, nodes lying basically, because, you know, nodes are, are checked in, in chain web with mining. So you miners, you do a really good job making sure nobody can lie, but there's no such thing as a pro in a private blockchain. You can like not take transactions. You can do all that. It ain't really thought all that out. And they built a scalable private blockchain that can take massive TPS. And what happens is you can keep the bets confidential. So you know, we bet often like 50, 60, 70 K aside, okay, in NFL, like a lot of money. And so when we get that money down, we can't have people seeing our bet and then betting the same bet one penny less, making sure we never fill or match our bets. So Kadena is unique in this aspect. Um, Stake and those guys, they're, they're just bookmakers. So we wish them well. You know, we, we love them and, you know, you know, keep on doing what you're doing, but they're not a betting exchange and they don't promote the same things we do. They're just a completely different business. Another question. Do you have to KYC to buy your NFT or is there some sort of limitations on that uh, according to U.S. government areas? Um, with the ones, so we have 3,000 NFTs, 1,000 are non-KYC because we anticipated 
it would make people angry, especially Americans and Canadians. I'm a Canadian, <laughs> I'm a Canadian by the way, so I can't even invest in my own token. Or nor can my parents or my my wife or my my friends. We're all, you know, I'm going to swear we're all fucked. Okay, like we can't do that. So, uh, yeah, I can relate. Right? <laughs> so it's frustrating. So what we did is we gave a lot of kings out to Americans, non KYC, because NFTs are the only thing you guys can get. So we did this thing with Ryan Mata called the Americans, where we gave away a bunch online. Uh, we did the 500 original Genesis Kings. We gave to our most early supporters who supported us when we. Nobody knew our name and thought we were like a rug, you know, and some still do, I guess. But, uh, you know, we, we just try really hard to understand the pressure of people who can't invest. Uh, 2,000 of the kings are set aside for our our IDO with KDL. So anyone who uh, invests the minimum amount at KDL will be able to mint an extra king, especially if they got another one. Um, you know, they can get one, two, three kings even. Uh, if they're lucky. And so like a lot of it just goes to our IDO because we want the people who invest in our, in our product to get additional alpha and additional value on top of the token itself. So they're not, like we said, they're not only betting on the token and the betting network growing, and that's how the token accrues value. They're also getting an extra value add where they can make passive income and make their money back on their investment. So you bet $500, you make that back in like three months, it's like you didn't you got a free investment basically. So we're really kind of thinking about you guys and and we still have a bunch of KYC left for uh, Americans. If you're American like today, you know, if you're an American, you can probably ping us and we'll help you out, but not too many of those left. Yeah, I'm American. <laughs> yeah, God bless you. I mean, I'm so sorry that we can't take the investment. It just sucks, but uh perhaps we'll drop you one here if uh, mining club is is kind enough to do us uh, not take them all for himself. No. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, mining club. <laughs> nah, please. Total one... jerk, right? <laughs> nah, please, JS. JS is the man. I think I think he deserves one if anyone does. Yeah, um, we got an American. Oh my god, the guy did a KFC economy. <laughs> hey, that's my first, you know, uh, trials of. Uh, gambling i was never much of a gambler but this whole equal bet thing has gotten me excited because it sounds really good one last question could you alternate between the tiers the three different tiers that you mentioned earlier yes correct um what you can do is what you'll have is, a, is an amount of energy or we call them coins so like a king gets a bag of coins um now it's a little confusing because coins are tokens but essentially you'll have energy like free energy or something like like that and then getting the passive income for the week and it replenish, replenishes every week. Uh, the 50 points will basically be all passive. If you take passive, you lose 50 and maybe it's like 10 points to make a bet and 25 to um, engage a market maker. So there's going to be a little bit of game theory there where you can pick and choose how you want to spend your points every week. And then when your points are depleted, it gets refreshed at the end of the week and then you carry on. Well, I definitely like it. It's something that I would lo love to explore. So there's something, some sort of possibility. I'd love to hear about it, even outside of this AMA. Absolutely. All right. Let's uh, throw it over to KDA Mining. And then I know Jimmy, or Kazena Life Sale was here before, uh, before Jimmy. So KDA Mining, what do you got? What's up? What's going on? Um, <clears throat> JS actually took, my question so i'm gonna throw this one out there what's the difference between the first 500 um kings and then the rest of them 
Yes, the first 500 kings get a little bit extra reward because they were there on day one promoting us, and you know we only want to respect them. So the first 500 um, get a little bit of starting bonus experience uh, on their king. Not much, you know. It's not so much that it will make it wildly more valuable than just a, a normal king. Um, like, you know, maybe like one upgrade or something that they get for free. And that's just for being there for us and tweeting us and like being cool, uh, supporting us when we fucked up at PAC and we can't figure shit out. I mean, you know how I go. So uh, it's just really nice to do that for them. They also get to name their king where the other kings will be uh, King 001, King 002. Um, the 500 get that little special capability um, without having to pay experience for it. And so we give them the naming of the king. Now, you can still do that on your secondary king, but it's going to cost you. You're going to have to bet a little bit to gain some experience and earn the right to name your king. That's just because they were there first for us, right? Disrespect. Uh, as well, um, what they'll get is a slightly more extra points. And not too much, you know, like 10% more points to spend. So they get like an extra bet where the, the regular kings will get like five bets a week. Maybe they'll get six bets a week or something. We're still kind of working out the mechanic. On the paper, we drop not this mon- next Monday, but the Monday after. Then you'll get to see like everything in gory detail, like mathematics and all that stuff. But that's the idea is those little Genesis kings get just a little bit extra love because, you know, it's really hard to build in crypto. And, and that's why we did it. Appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Good question. Uh, throw it over to Damien, Cadena Life Sale. How are you today, Damien? Hey, Matthew. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, yeah, sounds like a very interesting project. Um, sounds like you guys are going to bring a lot of uh, different, completely different investors and, uh, and users of our space, which is awesome. So my question is, is there a, a minimum? I mean, I know you guys are launching with Katie Launch, right? And is there a minimum investment amount and a maximum investment amount? Is there like a whale uh, protector so that, you know, one person can't just tons and tons of um that's my question is you're going to sell the nfts these nfts if it, or or are they going to be in the kd launch sorry for my ignorance because I, I i'm very interested in your project but i haven't really done much research on it so how do you get a hold of these kd I, I know that you said it earlier, but please tell me again how i can get a hold of this uh, king nft right i mean they're they're basically almost all gone now except for the KYCing into um, KDL. So you're Argentinian, right? If I get it correctly, I think you know I've heard about life sales. You're from Argentina. Actually, I have dual citizenship, and I moved to Argentina in 2016. <laughs> so, yeah. so I, I have the best of both worlds. I can take advantage of all uh, uh, the IDOs and uh, and uh, still have the advantage of U.S. citizen, which is great, which I love. It's lit, bro. That's amazing. So um, yeah. So, I mean, the, the best way to get a king is to just get, get on KDL on our link, uh, go to KDL, ask them on their Telegram, which they're very active on, and just say, you know, how do, how do I get in there? And, and there, the right contact to talk to is Alfonso, uh, who is uh, one of their best yeah, people. Yeah, I, I did an interview with him. I, I know him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and just, I'm, already, I'm already part of it, so, so easy then. Yeah, just DM Alfonso, and he, he's so good. And he's such a great guy. He knows everything about KDL. And, and I think the, the, there is no whale aspect in this. So we have intentionally not taken VC uh, at all. 
we haven't asked nobody even for a dollar. It's all it's all self-funded from my own pockets. So the the idea here is that you just go go on KDL and there's a minimum amount, yes, but I think it's not like that much. And there's also going to be whitelist spaces in an upcoming competition. Can't say too much about that. But if you can't afford their minimum amount, because you know you might be from um, let's say you know no no offense to the country, but like Cambodia or something, and you can't really afford like a thousand dollars American or something. I'm not sure what it is with KDL, but you can get on with a whitelist and they'll have several of those for a cheaper amount. And anybody who whitelists and, and puts the minimum amount in into the sale can mint a king for $150 on top of that. And that, that doesn't have to be minted on the day. It can be minted down the road if you have to save up for that or something like that. You know, our folks in Brazil and stuff uh, whose currency isn't as powerful as USA, we're very cognizant of that. So the, the idea here is, you know, you can go there. We're going to have some competitions coming up. Look for it uh, within two weeks where we have a major uh, betting competition, which is all free to play. And you can come in and you can win kings and whitelists uh, for what we intend to do. Can't say too much more about that uh, without KDL and maybe slaying us about that. So <laughs> uh, we want to just say that there's going to be some cool options coming up with uh, uh, over 100 kings ready to drop. Um, you can come on places like this where we're going to give a, a couple kings away uh, and, and you'll find little opportunities. So the best way to do that is just to follow us on Telegram. Uh, if you bug us enough, we might we might help you out just to, just to let you know. But, uh, <laughs> you got to be, really be careful, Stephen. <laughs> you got to be careful when you say things like that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We got to distribute, right? We want KDA to get lit. You know, it's intentional. We're, it's a non-for-profit NFT. Like we don't make any money off of it. We actually lose money on it. The idea is to get you guys engaged and, and and help our betting network grow. You know, let's be honest. What do we get out of it by helping you guys out get NFTs and stuff on the fly or with KDL? We get your marketing. We get you loving the king. Maybe you put the king on, you tweet it, you get the 3D. And I see Soul Man is here, uh, the artist that we hope to hire today. Hey, Soul Man, if you want to jump on. Uh, you know, we want to we want to get you guys excited, showing off your 3D king and basically uh, marketing us and, and getting those sports bettors excited to buy those kings off you at a much higher price. That, that's what we hope to do as we have not intentionally marketed to the sports bettors yet. So I guess that would be the, the ways to get a king. Um, mostly just come on our Telegram and listen or just do Katie Kittyl. OK, great. All right. Uh, who was next? I believe Jimmy was next. Jimmy. Jim. Jim, you had a question. Yeah, I, I have a stupid question, but I, it's awesome having this space with my two favorite, literally my two favorite projects on Kadena. It's got me pumped. So, um, glad to have not, you, Jimmy. Not not knowing much about the betting like aspect and how you guys are going to implement different markets. Is do you guys have like a set group? Like you're going to go NBA, NFL, like all the mains? Are you going to have like how big? How how broad is the sports betting going to be? Do you think like on day one, are you guys picking a focus first and then expanding? Or I just don't know how you guys have to add things. I would I would think living in the United States that it's a rigorous process to add different uh, betting markets. But is it just open? Can you guys just choose any betting market you want to jump into? Or is there a lot of footwork that has to go in prior to putting the bet on equal bet? Great question. So we've been doing this 20 years, making markets and like all the sports. Um, we we just have so I'm a machine learning uh, scientist. That's was my degree. I did economics, physics slash math. I was an undergrad for a long time, brother. And then I went into my master's degree in machine learning. 
Um, and what I've done for the past 12 years now is just build machine learning models for sports betting at scale at Fans Unite, where we raised 10 million, my own company that I sold before that, um, and just generally for this betting kit that I'm a part of with uh, Joey Fortuna. You might have uh, talked talk to him on Twitter or on our Telegram. So, you know, just building these models out, we just have so much IP that, you know, we don't really talk about much because sports bettors don't, don't talk, okay? Like, we don't talk. We just say, you know, this is, we just earn and, and we just never talk about it. But I'll tell you a little bit about it. We've got about nine sports that we have, like, winning models on, all machine learning based, purely automated and mathematical. Uh, and for those sports which we cannot tackle, like cricket and FIFA, uh, tennis is one that we don't do very well. Uh, mostly like Euro-based sports. We have Euro partners where we, we talk to them. Like we trade with everyone behind the scene. So when we need market makers to come in and fill markets up with large-scale capital, we just go to them and say, look, guys, you know, we'll give you a sweet deal, pay your pay your fee for you with the gas station. They really love that. And we'll dark pool you on Kuro so that you don't get your bets front run like they do on Betfair. They hate Betfair. They just come on and they... Um, uh, fill up those markets. So we got about six guys like lined up for that already. Pretty excited. We still have to like show them the money and show them the site and that you know people will be there to bet. We'll sure those markets are liquid for you. And if, if we can't take on a market, um, like say let's say uh, Russian table tennis, whoa, that's a tough one to model. Uh, we might have to go to Sport Radar, which has automated. Uh, so we have a partnership with Lion Gaming, which our lawyer Duncan McIntyre is the CEO of. What they do is they afford a sport radar odds making data and sport radar is like this global company owned by Michael Jordan and like other guys like the Michael Jordan, you know, wish I could meet him. But, you know, they, they, they come on and they fill out those markets with like shittier odds. Like they're not as great, you know, and they charge a little bit more, but those markets can still be filled, albeit at a shittier price. So we're really looking to decentralize the market making function. And of course we just added esports with grids. So esports will be all there for you. And we're looking to like tackle this with automated market making technology using machine learning. And that machine learning technology basically runs 24 seven without human interface and making sure those markets are liquid and responsive and matching your bets up without any delay. That's super awesome. Thanks for answering that question. That's super cool. And good for miners as well, KMC. Uh, Hopefully we can make you some money. That's cool. (laughs) Uh, well, well, I, I think, think the marketing strategy is excellent. I love how you're putting this all together. Definitely sparked my interest. Thanks, sir. Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of potential ahead for both of us, Stephen, both of, both of our projects and everyone who gets involved. Absolutely. All right. Um, all right. So KDA Minor, and then I have a text question uh, that we got via our Discord. KDA Minor, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, so if so, would it be possible in the future if people could like rent out the king or lease out the king or whatever, you know, to allow somebody to maybe get a better percentage on on their bet? Like maybe they want to do one bet a year. It's on the Super Bowl, and they're looking to get a little bit better odds, something like that. Super question. Yeah, this one actually comes up quite a bit because it's kind of popular subject, kind of spurned by uh, spurred on by Solana. The problem there is that we have to be very cognizant of legality. Uh, we're 100% regulated play. We do no gray markets. We're not 99.999% regulated, but 100%. And we have to be that way to respect Cadena, our L1. 
Uh, if we don't do that, Kadena can be embarrassed, and we were just really, really careful about that. So the problem with loaning your loaning your king out is that you might be facilitating the bet of another, which in the U.S. is like you know, a big no-no. So we're trying to get around that with this concept of the knights. And what the knights will be is, you know, uh, we, we know there's another guy with knights, but we're going to try to have our own knights, and we're going to have what we call the round table. So each king can create a round table of knights. And those knights are affiliate betters. They have their own NFT. And that NFT can go and do things. And then your king can get power uh, or more experience or some sort of benefit from the knight. Uh, if you lend out your king to another, that asset, that NFT is changing hands from one to another. And you can be physically facilitating the bet of another person or perhaps even a syndicate, which puts you in the cross lines, depending on your jurisdiction, especially if you're in America. So we have to be really careful. Our lawyer is looking at that and the and the implications behind that. But we really think we're going to go with the knights where you'll get another graphic with your round table that fills up with uh, people that you can bring on. You know, if you know gen betters who want an NFT, you can lend your powers to them. So you lend your power to them. You don't lend your NFT to them if you get my drift here. So you lend your your points to them and they can get a bet boost. They go bet, make you experience because maybe you hate betting and you're shit at it, but they're good at it. So you can do something like that. Uh, we just cannot change that token from one wallet to another, or you might get into big trouble. And our first and most fundamental priority is to protect you and to make sure nothing happens and to protect KDL to our partner. Like we can't screw around. So that that's our our take on that and hopefully you can understand our, our perspective there. Yeah, no, I absolutely understand. That's uh that's a lot deeper answer than I thought I was going to get. I'm always impressed at your, your guys level of knowledge over at equal bet. Um, the second question I had for both of you guys, you know, I'm a big community advocate. What can the community do to help both your projects along? Um, you know, anything like that. Miners, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, you know, for us, we have a, a really incredible uh, program for our community um, and, and, and ways for our community to actually um, be rewarded for helping, you know, Cadena Mining Club, for helping Cadena grow. Um, you know, for example, a few weeks ago, we hosted an infographic competition. Uh, so we asked our entire community to, to build a Cadena infographic. You know, everyone has seen these things on Twitter. Um, and we had, you know, over 20, 20 people come together and create an infographic for Cadena. And we awarded the top three with a, with a free NFT, with the free KMC NFT for our Mint. Um, right now we're doing, a, um, we're doing a video competition. So we're asking people to make a video of Cadena Mining Club. Um, and the first place prize for that is actually a KD Box Pro. So we're giving away like an actual KD Box Pro just for, you know, making a video about Cadena Mining Club. Uh, so we have tons of things, tons of ways for you to get involved um, and tons of real ways for you to get rewards, too. Because if we're going to be asking for people to do things like, you know, make a video, that's a big ask. Uh, we have to be able to, um, you know, reward uh, the efforts as such. So. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not in our Discord, come get in our Discord. There's literally things happening every day for you to get involved. Super. I actually love that uh, mining club, the uh, star, the star one. Um, if you know what I mean. 
That yeah. Sick. Yeah. Uh, that was made by one of our, is three man in here? OG three man. Is he in here right now? OG three. <laughs> I yeah, don't he think he did a great job. I don't think he's in here, but yeah, that's spectacular. I mean, he had, I think he had like, what, like 50 followers on Twitter and he posted that and it got over 300 likes and you know, a hundred plus retweets. And it, it's awesome because this stuff will help Cadena for years to come. You know, it's not just, it's not just helping now that's going to be reposted forever. So really happy about that. Yeah, somebody hire this man, but uh, yeah, the, the, to help us uh, generally, you know, helping mining club is generally probably the first best thing you can do, but for us, <laughs> um, for us, we're going to have a, a, a cool free to play betting challenge coming up and it's going to be big rewards. Um, I can't talk more about that without disrespecting our partner, but, uh, we want to make sure that you understand in two weeks we're going to be dropping something, a little alpha here for the group, uh, where you could win perhaps a, a, a large prize, a larger prize than you're used to in crypto, uh, as well as many, many kings will be dropping there. So life sales, that, that kind of answers a little bit of what, what you were saying too. So look for us in two weeks with our partner KDL to drop some alpha, uh, where you can come on and play like a really cool game uh, on an upcoming event coming up. And you'll be able to um, help us there by really, really spreading that to people who aren't in Kadena, ETH, sports betters, esports betters, whatever. Just get out there and, and tweet that out for us and bring people into the contest and it'll be awesome. Um, that's the way that helps us because the more, the more money that we can raise in terms of an IDO, uh, first of all, we should deliver value first by doing deals like Grid and launching like a website. You can see we don't want to ask you money before that. Um, but when you see us like really taking off and really getting the pack going, um, you know, helping us with those target markets to get our IDO bigger means we can push more money into the hands of small people. You know, not to say that you know we're small or anything, but we're not like jump capital or anything. And if we have to like go to VC to to basically sell the rest of our token allocation. What happens is that, you know, you get those big investors and everything sucks. Even though we give you guys like the first taste at the lowest price, it's just going to be like sucky if we have to like give two thirds of the, of the IDO allocation um, to VC. So getting, getting our contest out there and, and helping people get into the KDL KYC program, tweeting KDL, getting on KDL chat, um, looking at our link and spreading our link on KDL that really, really helps because it keeps the money in the ecosystem. Because when we when we launch next March or March or May, I think it's May is our official date on 2023. I think we'll get before that, but let's just say May. Uh, when we launch, we're going to be bringing a lot of volume on day one, not only from the market makers, but our partnership with Lion Gaming, who have access to 55 brands filled with recs, our own recs, like some of our social media accounts on Web2 have 10,000 sports bettors following. That's like Joey's account and some other accounts we have have lots of followers. We'll be bringing all those people in ready to change their bankrolls over on day one. So when, when that token unlocks and on day one, you can sell your token, you'll hardly you'll have many, many, many thousands, of, if not tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars just flooding in ready to bet because the market makers will be there ready to go. So that's how you help us is you um, help us with our tournament and then uh, just stay stay with us you know support us you you already do and we love you all so uh, let's keep growing and showing value instead of asking for money with no value right that's that's our ethics and ethos 
the uh, the VCs, the vulture capitalists, I like to call them. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no hate if you guys work in you know in venture capital, but it's a, jokes. No one, you know, everyone likes jokes. Uh, all right, we uh, we got a question for for you, Stephen. Actually, um, Budweiser Bernie, he's been waiting for a while on this one. Budweiser, uh, yeah. What are the advantages of developing in Pact over another blockchain language like Solidity? And do you have any regrets not going for a more established blockchain? No regrets at all. No way, man. Uh, Kadena is amazing. So why Kadena? Sorry, am I still here? Yep. Yeah, we got you. Sorry, Twitter's trying to rug me here. Uh, Okay. Sorry, uh, I'll continue on there. Yeah, so no regrets at all. Kadena is the best L1 technology. And, um, you know, we could have gone to Solana or Polygon and probably raised six, 10 million from venture there, no problems. But we don't want to because market makers will not come to a sports betting play if they can get front run. And if you put your information on chain before it gets filled, you will get front run. People will figure it out. Market makers will leave. If you look at our competitors like SX, they get like $900 on the Yankees in like, in like eight hours. Like that's all that's matched. Like, great. I can't even take pe- like three people out for lunch in Vegas for $900. So like it doesn't work. And you need Kadena and specifically it's L2 Kuro to hide the bet and make the bets confidential until they fill. And then you push them on chain. So we, we identified Kadena back in 20. 20- like we, we heard Will Martino at a talk basically in, in, um, in California. And so we, we really liked Kadena and we've been really planning on it for a long time, but you know, it has to really reach fruition and COVID happened and sports got canceled. So it was really like effed up. And like, we finally reached this point where we believed in Kadena and they were pushing. We see, we see the team and how hard they work and, you know, we give them shit sometimes, uh, especially around documentation, but they're, they're amazing. Uh-huh. And, we got no regrets at all. This is the best L1. Nothing comes close. Everything else is hacked garbage. But Kadena is like Turing in complete language. So you can't have shit like recursions and loops. You can't have like stupid control statements like if else, like endless if else in your code, which like doesn't cover all the possibilities. It's built off Haskell. Underlying Haskell is the most safe language in terms of its attack surface vector. That's what we call it in computer science, um, where uh, you know, people try to come on and they try to like hack your program and there's like a, you know, an amount of ways that they can do that. Well, you know, Haskell is probably the least of it. And particularly when it's Turing in complete language, uh, like uh, like Pact is, you get really not many ways to to hack a smart contract unless you just code really badly. Not to say like we're the best coders in the world or anything like that, but it's just really nice to use. It's a bit difficult to get on with it and to learn it at the start. And then there's a little bit of elitism in terms of the community where some people think that you should get it in like one day who have like been working with it for four years. So it's, it's a little weird in that aspect, but once you really get going with pack, like we, we were pushing smart contracts the other day, everything was working great. You know, it's a real joy to use when it works. And when you figure it out, just takes a little bit of time and effort to get there. And if you ever are building anything and you need a little help, you just come on our Telegram and, and we're right there for you. You know, we're not, we're not elitist. We're like very curious and open. We're never negative. We, we never shit on others for not understanding things like some others in the community might, uh, won't name names. 
you get the idea. It's a, it's a wonderful L1. Who's, who's giving you guys crap for asking questions? I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the developer, but um, I haven't heard that kind of feedback from, from, uh, from Todd. Just, uh, just don't want to get into it. <laughs> Couple yeah. bad actors on one one of the. It's just that some some people who some people who have been at it for three or four years, or sorry, I guess three years is all all that Pac's been out for. You know, who have all the experience, they like you know think that some people shouldn't be coding because they just uh, don't don't understand how it all fits together. Well, it takes like four four to six weeks to put it all together. Yeah, uh, and we're about four to six weeks in now, pushing smart contracts now and modules are going up and it just feels really natural and nice now so there's just some people who like just want to burn everything down and and that's not us we mm-hmm. we are positive we help people we let, uh shout out to mock uh by the way for uh one of their devs is very very helpful with us as well as their ceo eco very helpful mm-hmm. ship poster from Wellpool. Um, who else is very very helpful radu from cadena builders i think he's a cadena dev actually um, as well as a uh, blockchain Doug, who you know, a little testy guy, but uh, always answers questions, and he's a super positive guy. Kadena team is amazing, and if you ask them questions, and they're not stupid, so mm-hmm. all in all, positive experience. Yeah, our developer he he told us he was helped by uh, Stuart Popejoy himself once, so what? I thought that was really cool. Yeah, he just he responded and he responded to the GitHub. The GitHub comments. Amazing. <laughs> it's like, where else are you going to get that? You know, Captain you're not going to get that on ETH or on Solana. It's, you're just not going to get that. Yeah, I think he helped us once too with uh, Marmalade. Like, that's amazing. Like, the, the guy even has time to talk to us. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fucking kidding. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Did, uh, I don't know question. Is there a mobile app for your unit, uh, for your UI on this, or has beta testing taking place uh we are engaging a professional we can't say too much about it because because of legals but we're engaging a professional firm at the highest level in our industry to build the ux function we could build it ourselves but we think it's best to go fast hard with the best in the world in sports betting that's what we're doing more more to come on that soon I like the sound of that. Uh, Damien, did you have, did I see you, you raise your hand? Did you have a question? I did, I did, I did. I just wanted to like, ask really quick. Um, I know that you guys are with KD Launch and you're probably going to use KD Swap at first, but how does Cadex play in, does Cadex have any play into this at all? Um, and secondly, $1,000 is the minimum bet, right, to get into your IDO? Um. I can't speak about the minimum because I just don't I don't know what they're going to set it at. I think the best way to do is just ask Alfonso on that. Um he's he's our PM and our and our fountain of knowledge. So that's that's the right guy to ask there. Uh in terms of Cadex, if their offering is robust and liquid, um I mean it's just hard to say what we'll use before we we figure it out, but you know, generally we're going to stick with our partner and KD Swap as our as our point of sale first, first and foremost. But of course, any other decks, as long as they're they're shaped up and they're they're uh, how do I say this in a nice way? Um, as long as they're like really, really kicking butt and making sure everything is stable and sound, and then there's no 
there's no problems with the community, we would use them. So uh, we like the guys at CADEX, particularly Grant Gerber, we think is a really, really nice guy. Um, Obi-Don, we, uh, love, he's a glass blower, loves quantum physics. That, that's my degree, so I love the guy. And, you know, we just want to see things shape up, I guess, a little bit. You know, you know what I mean? And we don't want to say too much more on that. Um, it's just we got people we, we consider friendships like Bendy and stuff like that, and, and we don't want to disparage or, or get in, in the middle of things right now. So uh, we will use any decks that shows good liquidity and strong leadership uh, around their around their liquidity pairs. So yes. Sorry, that's a bit awkward. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Completely understandable. I mean, we we all know what just happened, but like you know, I have a full confidence in the guys at Caddick. Um, even though what happened happened, it doesn't change the fact that they're a, they're a solid team. They're working really hard. I think that personally, I think it's just really undervalued right now. Cadex, you can get it for below private sale. So it's not going away. No one's going away. So, so yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I actually aped in a little bit. <laughs> I got some Cadex uh, this morning. Yeah, I guess the way to think about it is think think of it from the perspective of the partners that we're bringing on, who who probably will bring three to four. Sometimes even a billion dollars matched year over year. Um, not to, that's not a billion dollars earned. That's matched. So that's very different. Uh, just to be clear about that. So it sounds impressive when you say B, but it's it's actually kind of not that impressive in sports betting because it's just the liquidity is always cycling. But just think of their perspective. They don't want to, as mature people, fifty years plus, huge syndicate to to be involved in um, sort of these little these little community spats in, in, in Kadena. So what we're waiting for is uh, for a sense of uh, maturity. I think that will come in time as things settle down because there's just a little spat going on and, and we have nothing to do with it. Uh, and once that happens and, and things settle down, we can confidently bring our market makers and business partners like Grid uh, to such an exchange and, and do business. So we're just waiting for things to um, level out, if you understand what I mean. All right. Uh, we have another question uh, for you, Stephen, from Turned to Stone at Granite Human asks, uh, what type of bookmaking model will you develop? Is it a Betfair P2P pooled style or? Great question. Um, so what we will do is we will do the exchange model, uh, a price time matching engine with a HODL mechanic. So just so you guys understand this terminology, you match first by price. And then you match first by time, uh, or then you order things by time until that that for that bid and ask match up, or they overlap. And then we'll also reward those people who hold the token, those market makers, because we don't want market makers dumping on people, right? Like that, we don't want people treating our token like working capital. That's that would be silly. So what we'll do is we'll reward those market makers who are net benefits to our community. That is, they hold the token. They can still get out of the token at a fair amount, but uh, they don't just like win, dump, win, dump every single day, causing negative price um, depression. So it's called a price time hodl matching engine. It's just like KuCoin, where you see the levels. We will not be going with a swap at all. No swap. It has to be um, an actual limit order book. That's what we're aiming at. And we're going to do that with a double, doubly subscripted list mechanic. Uh, that's what we call it. So list of the levels, and in each list is all the betters at the level, um, ordered by time. 
uh, we will do the exchange model like Betfair, specifically with cross-betting in it. Now, if you don't know what cross-betting is, you can look on Google. But cross-betting is basically making the bookmaker more efficient so that you can basically take things in one side of the market in the in the lay in the lay mechanic and apply it to the other side of the market. I know that's a bit of terminology there, but you can look it up, cross-betting Betfair, figure that all out. There's some nice videos on that. Last of all, we will, we will be doing a sportsbook view. Some people don't like the, the exchange mechanic. It's a little complex. People just like to make their bet and get out just like a sportsbook. So what you can do is you can just limit it to one side of the, the market, the, the bids. And we will just have a button which takes you to bid view and you just see the price you can get it at and you can go and get it. So that's our, our model. It's based off Betfair with a little bit of extra change in there to incentivize the, the holding of the token rather than doing things like staking, which is artificial. So we will treat those who hold, hold the token with utter respect and pay their fees for them. Those that dump the token will will pay the fee so that... Um, the kings make more money, so you know we don't want that price fluctuating too much. So that's the answer there. All right. Well, he's not up here, so or you know they are not up here. So hopefully that answered the question. I think it did. I think it was a great answer. Um, in terms of questions, do we have any more? Uh, feel free to leave a comment, message in our Discord chat. Come up and speak. I think we're. You know, it was Stephen. You know, right after we posted this yesterday, I think like an hour later, Cadena Eco they announced they were doing something as well. I don't know if you caught that ecosystem or eco Cadena. Uh, like Cadena, you know, like the Cadena Eco, not the not Cadena Project Network, like the the actual one. Oh, what are they doing? Ah, uh, they're doing something on YouTube. The first uh, grant cohort. AMA. Oh yeah, the infrastructure grants. Yeah, that's that's superb. That's Tyler Benster and uh, and Joel. I think. Yeah. You know what's you know what's funny is we have the same amount of views <laughs> as they do right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's because you guys are cool, man. You, you guys care about your community. And, yeah. Well, yeah. based on all these questions, I think they're more interested in you guys than they are in us. <laughs> but uh, we got we got real Yeti. Uh, co-founder of the Alpha Slayers Club. We just had a good space with yesterday. What's so, happening, Yeti? Yeah. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, great, great hearing you again. Um, and uh, amazing to have this sneak peek into into the betting space already. Um, so I don't know if this has been answered already. Uh, if so, uh, I would just listen to the recording of of the answer. But um, uh, I mean, when when you're doing betting on um, on any kind of blockchain, then you're always dealing with uh, finality of the transactions. And I would guess that on uh, like in a betting system like yours, uh, actually having like finality of around ninety seconds or so, which which we have in Cadena, um, is uh, or could could lead to some problems. Uh, could you could you elaborate on that, like how that uh, how that whole closing part works, and uh, also. Uh, if there is any risk of uh, people basically front running uh, best that they they would see uh, in uh, basically queued up uh, into new blocks. Yeah, excellent question. Uh, some of it was answered, some not. Well, I'll I'll do it again just because it's a very good question. So of course uh, we're going to use the L2 Kuro to uh, basically build a dark pool which takes care of the intermittent matching 
um, before the game starts. So everything is confidential in Curl. You can encrypt parts of the transactions so that people can't uh, front run your bet because they don't know it's you and they don't know how much you bet. Your bet only gets pushed on chain when it completely fills, which is what the market makers want. So in terms of finality, we're keeping a lot of the transactionality, the intermittent transactionality off of the um, L1, and we're keeping it on the L2. So the miners um, won't, won't be too inundated because we're only pushing the uh, complete fills for the mining function to uh, engage in the, in the verification process. So imagine that you know lots of people are betting, um, bets come in at 100K at a time from the big guys, little bets are matching it all up. And then when it finally is matched, you push the whole thing in a, in a batch to the L1 on one of the uh, 20 blockchains. And then you guys go at it, mine it, verify it, done. Um, the idea is that you wanna keep everything in these small batches and then get it all um, get it all into like one, one big block and then push it when the game starts um, to that blockchain. And when the game ends, people are willing to wait for you know, 20, 30 minutes. I mean, some of the guys like uh, some of the guys like uh, nitrogen euro sports betting, I, I think that it sometimes take like an hour or two hours to even finalize a bet. Like they don't care. They'll, they'll take their time and do their thing. Obviously we want that to be as fast as possible. So Cadena growing to 50 chains, 100 chains. Uh, very, very nice if they can please do that. Uh, if they're listening, please. <laughs> but you know, the idea is that uh, we should be able to handle most of the transactionality um, off chain in the L2, in, in the BFT RAF network. Uh, and then I think they're coming up with ZK Snark as well. They're trying to dunk on Vitalik. I think I heard Emily Pilmore say. So we're really looking forward to ZK Snark as well being applied to Kuro. And then we can really do a lot of transactions fast off the L1 and just push the uh, finalized batches and aggregate out to um, out to out to chain web for you guys to get at it and make some money. So um, that that's kind of how we're thinking about it. We're trying to engineer it to keep the most stress off of the L1 as we possibly can. Yeah, amazing. Uh, the the zk stuff was actually uh, was was going to be my next question, uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, that that you already took. Um, can you also um, explain like how this um, how this works in a in a conventional Web two um, setting, or is that what you were just referring to in in terms of the of the times between uh, user making a making a certain action and um, the finality, if you if you want to actually call it that? Um, because uh, I mean, if you have uh, if if you basically close the books uh, prior to the game, then I guess you have this kind of uh, queuing mechanism that has like a certain point, but uh, if you wanted to go more granular um, and uh, you would also want to enable um, uh, certain, certain bets during the, uh, during the match, uh, which, which you can do in soccer, for instance, right? Uh, quite easily. Um, yeah. May maybe you can, you can also comment on that if this is, if this is something that you're planning to do um, and uh, like how this would, how this would fit into, into what what you what you've just said. Sorry for the two part question, but like uh, oh, the, the traditional stuff and uh, yeah, basically getting 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 a more real time uh, betting system up. No, great questions. Yeah, I mean, uh, happy to answer. So, uh, of course, let, let's be real about what a blockchain is. It's a slow, inefficient, expensive database that's distributed. Uh, that's always going to be the case, even with Cadena. It'll never ever come close to centralized systems. So centralized systems built in Erlang with Postgres database, highly concurrent, super fast finality. 
impossible to, to defeat with blockchain. Blockchain will never, ever compete with a centralized system. The problem with the centralized system is that it's in control by VC who charge the hell out of you. You have no choice. And the people who accept the bets on betting exchanges, they front run you, period. That's, you can't get around it. So what happens on Betfair is that you're a market maker, you put your money down. And when the recs come in, their parent company, Flutter, uh, they take those bets and push it to their sports book and then front run your data and make odds off your data and you never get matched up. That's literally what happens on Betfair right now. It is garbage and nobody uses it. Uh, so you can't trust the centralized systems, which are faster, of course, of course, right? They're much faster. They're, they're quicker. The matching engine can be written in C++, where on PACT, you have to do everything in a, a declarative language with no recursion. On C++, you do everything in uh, uh, linked lists, which is ultra, ultra fast. Um, and so you can get your bets in. You can get uh, 10,000 bets per second, bam, bam, all matched up. And then when the game is over, it finalizes in like 30 seconds. Sports Radar sends you the data. It's done. Uh, we can't do that because PACT is like limited in the primitives that it gives you. So in terms of the centralized system, it's always going to be better, but you can't trust them. And there's never been a trusted sports book, which is actually not front run you. They always front run you. They limit you. They ban you. They kick you out. In Canada and USA, we can't even get on Betfair. It sounds like you might be from Europe so or uh, South America, so you can see Betfair. Um, pardon me if you're not. Um, but for us in, in America and in Canada, we can't even log on. Like we're just banned, IP banned. And if we do get on in VPN, we get like limited and we can't like bet anything and it's just garbage. So centralized system is uh, untrustable. That's why we need a trustless programmatic system, which is why Cadena is awesome. The second part of the question then uh, comes down to, I don't know if I got it right. So it was the centralized and what was it again, the second part? the um like get, getting to a tighter um betting so that you could do uh real-time betting during the game for instance yes in running in running in play we call it here in america um yeah so the problem the problem with us is that in play is very intensive of course transactionally and it doesn't fit into the mechanic that we have of our token so we emit the token to those betters that are efficient and you do that by something called the closing line that is if you got a better line then the line just before the game starts, you get emitted a token because your data was efficient. And so we pay you to bet pre-game. Literally, you make money if you're any good. Or even if you're not good and you make a good bet, you get a little extra on top of your winnings. So uh, that, that's the mechanic that we have called the proof of efficiency protocol on our white paper. You can read about it. It's, it's, all, it's all pretty nice and tight. But the thing is, is it doesn't apply to in-play because there's no closing line value. So we've decided not to go with the in-running to start. First of all, Kadena isn't developed enough to handle that. We would crush Kadena, I think, uh, especially FIFA, like, you know, like European football, uh, Premier League, crush it, German League. They couldn't handle that at all. So, And then the miners would be all stressed out because, well, maybe not because there's a lot to mine, so that's nice. But um the thing is, is that we we have to make a strategic decision and start with pregame first until Kadena can level up those chains. Once we see 50 chains, we might try it. I think that's like the, the place we need to be to try that out. Uh, 100 chains would be a lot better. We'd like to see that. And then we would look at in play uh, without the token emission just to allow you to hedge in and out of bets. But for now, it's just going to be pregame. Uh not only is it simpler, it's faster to market because in crypto, you know, we can't take a year to launch, right? Like 
like is there projects that launch and like I, I don't know like we got it at launch like pretty quickly get it out there so people can use it or otherwise people get bored so uh, that's why we made that strategic decision just to go with pregame because it just fits our protocol a lot better gets things out there and gets people betting and then hopefully uh, Kadena can level up and we can get into the in-play stuff. Yeah, thank, thanks a ton. Um, can, can I ask another one, or are the hosts gonna gonna kick my kick my butt? <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I don't mind, right, Stephen? You don't mind as long as no, we can keep going. It's a long one, but we got time. So uh, I'm I'm gonna preempt uh, like a like a typical alpha question uh, for like pure investors, um, but. Uh, if you if you just wanted wanted to get into into the system um, through investments, but you don't want to get involved with any of the uh, any of the betting that that's going on, right? So think of a I don't know whale or so wants to dump I don't know how much uh, into into it and, and basically benefit from that. Uh, I'm assuming that the rewards are going to be slightly lower, but but can you elaborate on uh, like how that would work? Um, like, is there, like, I, I think you alluded to a few things, but I'm not hundred percent sure if I understood, um, like, uh, what, uh, what, what the exact mechanics are. Right. So because we're serving the sports betting network that we're building, what you're really betting on is our ability and our experience. And, you know, we've taken many companies public as a team, uh, all seven of our team members have some sort of public experience or IPO experience, or working at the biggest betters, uh, biggest bookmakers in the world. Like Jesse was the CPO of Pinnacle. James was the CMO of Betfair Australia. So we, we you're betting on us as a team to build that network faster, stronger, better, as much as we can, and get as much recs in as possible. So recreational betters, we call them. These are the non-professionals. Uh, the token appreciates in price as we grow the size of the network. It's a pure Metcalf law play. And uh, we emit the tokens to you through the king. That's how we tie your crypto concerns to it. So we talked a little bit about that before you probably got on. Uh, if you Every allocation that you put into KDL, you get a king. You can mint the king. And the king makes you passive income by taxing the bet. So the way that you make extra income um, on top of your investment, that is appreciation of value by the growth, the direct growth of the size of the betting network via Metcalf's law. Uh, is the usage of the king. So every allocation, you get a king. There's a 2% bet tax, goes into a, a wallet, and you get a share of that bet tax. Um, the, the share will be determined in our paper dropping, I think, in two weeks on the king. So you get to see exactly how much you make. Uh, you can get multiple kings by multiple allocations, I believe. And therefore, you are just making passive income by using the utility of the NFT. That's how we envision the crypto investor profiting from the sports betting network without taking part in the betting at all. It's just your NFT is what unlocks that extra value for you. And it's attached to the KDL investment. So you can go to KDL, you can look at our link, you can do all that stuff. Um, so it's kind of like two types of income you will make off of it. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Thanks, thanks a ton. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for elaborating on all these things. And uh, yeah, looking forward to to talk to you more. Yeah, my pleasure for sure. Yeah. All right. So we've been going for about an hour and a half now. I think it's uh, about a good time to wrap it up. Yeah. 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 I got some meetings in thirty, so it would be nice. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs>
Uh, so I've already drawn the whitelist winners for the for the space. Um, but we just have one like funny question to end it with, Stephen, and we're we're done after this. Okay. Uh, you know, you we can name the first five hundred kings. As as we mentioned, the first five hundred kings get to be named. Uh, have you seen any of these names? And if so, what would what would the best name uh, that you've seen been so far? Well, one guy named is King Stephen Rothwell, so that we thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, do you really want to do that? It's kind of a waste. But, uh, one guy named one named the King Stuart Popejoy, which we found pretty funny. Uh, another guy, jeez, oh, such a good question. I I kind of remember <laughs> off the top of my head. I think one guy called himself like Bowl of Soup or something like that. It's like. Yeah, it's pretty weird, man. It's, I gotta say, you guys are pretty weird. I'm kidding. We actually kind of love that. So keep keep on the weird names, and uh, if you want to name your king something even crazier, just re-email. We we love it. Bowl of soup. Okay. Awesome, awesome. I'm definitely gonna have to get my hands on one. Uh, it's been a it's been a great conversation, Stephen. Thanks for coming up and talking about equal bet. Um, it was it was absolutely a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see how your project grows. I'm sure, you know, you're going to be here for a very long time and be a staple of the ecosystem. So, thanks for choosing Cadena. It's, it's awesome, for real. And uh, please, uh, you have three kings to distribute. So, if you can choose the three questions you like the most, uh, you know, oh. being fair, uh, please feel free to distribute the kings, and then send me the name, email, and phone number of the recipient, and we'll get you in on the whitelist as a thank you for spending an hour and a half with us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, awesome. I can uh, I can definitely distribute three of those. I got a few people in mind, but I'll let you know. Um, Superb. I'll let you know shortly after this, Stephen. Thank you for your time. It was great. No, thank you as well. Let's talk again. Yeah, for sure. Have a nice rest of your day, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. We we wouldn't be here without everyone uh, who, who took some time to listen to us today. So thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Mining and Betting Meet Web3 on Kadena, hosted by the Kadena Mining Club DAO with Bet Equal, formerly KDA Bet. Recorded on Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with a dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envisioning in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Sitting 
in a little den envision in the middle men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next no one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol but it didn't matter we was all hyped up when the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill watched in the daytime till the night curfew rats in a cage till they make time to murk you got a little job that falls under my purview we gotta get this mob away from the birds view gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion Vision in the middle men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion Terror spaces